Hey guys, welcome to Mastering the Question Types. Now this video is based on the question types that are in the QBO certification, um, but these strategies will help you with all kinds of certification exams because we're breaking down the strategies that you should use when you are doing multiple choice. Okay, so um, there essentially there are two main types of questions that you're gonna see um, in all certification exams. There are questions where you pick one answer or questions where you pick multiple answers. Um, the QBO certification exam loves these multiple um, correct answer, multiple incorrect answer questions. But the great thing with the way that they're set up in QBO is that it will not let you move forward if you select the incorrect number of answers, um, even if they don't tell you how many answers there are. So this is kind of a really cool feature that they have. Um, now, most of the time they will tell you how many to choose, right? So it'll say pick three correct answers, pick four correct answers. Um, but if it doesn't tell you, if you're supposed to have three correct answers and you pick four, the button will gray out and it will not let you touch, it will not let you select it. Um, so that's just kind of one thing to keep in mind um, when you are doing these questions. All right, so let's go through. I, I came up with like just some silly examples um, just to go through the strategies with you. So these aren't questions you're gonna see on the exam, but I wanted to, I wanted to create questions that would be um, easy for you to answer, right? But would walk you through the steps of how to do it. Okay, so the, the first, type, I'm gonna go through the single answer questions and then I'm gonna talk about the multiple answer questions. So first we have our basic single answer, which is typically a question or a statement and you need to pick the answer. So for the first one, what color is the blue sky? Is it red, green, blue, or yellow? So the way that I deal with these questions is um, I go through and I mark off the answers that I know are incorrect. And I talked about in the previous video having like a scratch pad with a little grid and I'll show you what that looks like at the end. Um, but I'm gonna go through, even if I think I know what the answer is, right? So what color is the blue sky? It's blue. I just wanna go through the other answers just to make sure that I can say, yes, I definitively know that they are wrong. So the blue sky is not red, it is not green, it is blue, um, it's not yellow. So on my scratch pad, I would mark off, you know, the first answer, second answer, um, and the fourth answer, and I would indicate that the blue is correct, okay? But I always go through, even if I'm like, yes, I think this first answer is correct, I always go through the other answers just to make sure. Um, because sometimes the wording is a little tricky in these. Um, you know, so you might say, okay, well, you know, what color is a tornado sky, right? And those of you who live in tornado country, you know that the sky kind of turns green before, right? So you might say, what color is the sky? And you, you just see color sky and you pick blue, but it might be specifying, oh, maybe it's a tornado sky, right? Or what color is a cloudy day sky? Oh, maybe it's gray. So don't just assume that like, you know the answer without reading the other answer choices, okay? The other thing too is look for words that are really important that might change your answer. So for example, what color is the blue sky, okay? Um, 
well, clearly it's blue. Okay. So sometimes there are, there's wording in there. And like I said, I know this is a very basic question, um, but it's very important to make sure that you're going through the steps. Okay. So let's look at a second one. Um, this is what I call missing step. Okay. And missing step means that they're walking you through um, steps in a process. Okay. And you need to pick out what the missing step is. Now, for these, I often find like these questions tend to be really, really nitpicky. Um, and these are the kinds of questions that if you're not sure, it might be really good to actually like look this one up online. Again, remember everything is open book, open notes. Um, you know, you can have another QuickBooks file open so that you can go through and check. Um, okay, so for this one, the question is to get the mail, I must walk to the mailbox, then I have a blank, stick my hand in the mailbox to take out the mail. Okay, so I'm looking for the step in between walking to the mailbox and putting my hand in the mailbox. Okay, so let's look at the answer. So dance the jig. Well, while that could be something that you could do while getting the mail, um, you know, I, I don't think that that's the, the right step. Um, open the mailbox. Okay, well, I walk to the mailbox. I open the mailbox. I stick my hand in the mailbox to take out the mail. So that, that could work. And again, you know, it's, it's a good idea to kind of like put each answer into that blank to see if it makes sense. So the, the third one is throw the mail away. So I walk to the mailbox, I throw the mail away, and I stick my hand in the mailbox to take out the mail. Well, I can't throw out the mail before I take it out of the mailbox. So that doesn't make any sense. And then the last one is walk back to the house. Okay, I'm going to take the mail, walk to the mailbox, walk back to the house, stick my hand in the mailbox. Well, I can't stick my hand in the mailbox if I walk back to the house. So again, you kind of, if you read through each one of the answers and you stick it in that, you know, that blank, it, it's much more clear to see what actually goes there, right? And if you compare that to the other steps in the sequence, does it make sense, right? So yes, you might throw away your mail. Yes, you might walk back to the house, but those two don't make sense in the context of where the blank is, okay? So that's why I think it's really important to make sure that you fill these in, right? Um, plug each one of them into the missing step. Um, and I found that when, because um, people tend to have a lot of trouble with questions like this, it, when you do this as part of your strategy, it's really going to help you increase the questions that you get correct. All right, let's look at the next one. The next one um, is, and QuickBooks likes to do these as well, missing steps, multiple, like multiple missing steps, multiple blanks, or multiple statements, okay? And essentially, this is a very similar strategy to what you did in the last one. Um, but when I do these, what I do is I plug in each blank individually. And I try to work, so I try to work with the first blank or the second blank, depending on which one I think I'm more certain with. And then, um, then I will go back and see what makes sense for the other blank. And this is a process of elimination one. So 
and hey, if you get this reference, kudos to you, because this is kind of from an obscure um, movie. The sky is blank and all the trees are blank. Okay, so, um, so we kind of talked about, you know, the sky could be multiple colors depending on the weather and all the trees are, okay, well, trees could be, I guess, brown, if you're talking about the trunk or the, the leaves, right? The leaves are green, usually. Um, so, all right, so let's, let's look at the answer choices. Um, so let's see. So I'm going to go with trees. Um, trees could red, green, blue, green. Um, now, one thing to kind of look for is if you see multiple answers that are the same, Okay, that is usually indicative of the correct answer. Um, maybe not necessarily in the right combination. So notice there are two that say blue and there are two that say green. Um, so there could be a, a, a good chance that those two are involved in the correct answer. Um, but let's see, all the trees are green. So that kind of makes sense. All the trees are green. Um, okay, so... If I say that the answer either has to be two or four, um, you could say all the trees are red, but usually you don't have all the trees red at the same time. They're usually like, I don't know, I'm from New England, right? So it's like red and yellow and orange and brown and green. So I don't know. Um, so I'm gonna say that it's green. And then the sky is, so the sky is black or the sky is blue? Uh, well, I hope the sky isn't black. Um, so I don't think that's the answer. So I think the answer is this one. The sky is blue and all the trees are green. So I would be going with that answer. But see how we kind of went through and we eliminated answers based off of, um, you know, based off of picking one of these first, okay? And then saying, okay, so now I'm down to two and four as my answers which one of these makes sense for the other option, okay? And so that's a really good strategy to take with any of these multiple questions, okay? Is pick one of the blanks, eliminate any of the answer choices you can for that first blank, um, and then fill in the second blank and see if you can get it down to one answer. Because that's really the goal, right? The, the goal is to get down to one answer. Um, for these single answer questions. So, um, and this, this strategy works with whether it's missing steps, blanks, or multiple statements. Um, and when I mean multiple statements, it's um, you have to pick multiple things that are correct. Um, the statement ones are typically, it's a longer blank. So when I think of, when I think of like um, multiple blanks, I'm thinking single word. Sometimes they're multiple words or it's multiple statements that are missing that you need to fill in. Okay, um, multiple answer questions. So all of these multiple answer questions, you pick X number, so some number of correct or incorrect answers. Um, typically, they are pick the correct answers, but sometimes they'll say pick, um, pick the statements that are true or pick the statements that are false. Um, and so, 
it's very important to understand what you're picking. Okay. Um, that's really important. So make sure that you properly um, read the question and determine, am I picking correct answers or incorrect answers? Or am I picking things that are true or things that are false? Um, and make sure, and on your scratch pad, you could actually like write down like how many you need to pick. So maybe next to your little, um, your grid, you could write, you know, that you're picking five or you're picking three. Um, that could be really helpful. Okay, so let's, let's look at one of these. What are three things you can do during your 10-minute Pomodoro break? So if you watch the video where I talk about Pomodoro, um, what are things you can do during your 10-minute Pomodoro breaks? Um, and so notice it's a break, right? So, um, so even if I didn't know what Pomodoro was, and like I said, I could Google it, what is Pomodoro? Um, but I have a 10-minute break, okay? Um, so even if I don't really know what's going on, what are three things I can do during my 10-minute break? Okay, so let's, um, let's look at the five answer choices just real quick and let's see. Even if you don't know what Pomodoro is, I could get up and stretch, I could keep working, I could drink water, I could go for a walk, or I don't take a break. Okay, well, it says I'm taking a 10-minute break, so what am I breaking from? I'm probably breaking from work. So I want to do something that's not work. And I need to pick three answers. So, um, so let's say, so I think keep working is probably not a good answer. Um, and don't take a break. I think that's not a good answer. So get up and stretch, drink water, go for a walk. Well, that's three answers that I think are correct. And so, yeah, I think that those are the three that I'm going to pick. So I think a lot of times, even if you're not sure what it's talking about, um, you can kind of, it's, it's easy to kind of separate like, okay, these are positive things, these are negative things, or these things make sense, but these things don't make sense. And when you kind of separate those two, um, you know, count up the number of answers that you think um, are valid for that question and see if you have the right number. And that, that works really well for these. Um, the other thing you can do, let me show you what the scratch pad looks like. Um, so this is what my, I kind of create this grid on a piece of paper. Um, but so what I'll do is at the beginning of a section, it will tell you how many questions there are. Um, and typically there aren't more than six answers that you can choose from, even if it's like a multiple, um, a multiple pick question, right? We have to pick multiple answers. And so what I'll do, so I'll create this little grid and I'll create enough of a grid for all the questions. So this is a five question section. Um, the longest section, 13 questions. Um, so I'll do that before I start. I'll create my little grid. Um, the questions are not marked A, B, C, D, E, okay? Um, it's either a little radial circle that you select um, or it's a checkbox that you check off. So um, so you can't really mark them A, B, C, D, E. You can if you want. You just have to mentally associate that because it's not actually there. Okay, so question number one, um, there were four answers, right? So this, just looking at this, I know this is a single, um, single answer. And so what I do is if there are answers I know are wrong, I will X them out. Okay, so an X means you know the answer is wrong. And then what I do is I put an O 
for the answer that I picked. And that's because the reason I use an O um, is because for most of the questions, you're filling in a little radial, right? A little circle. And so my circle, that's my correct answer. Um, so O is the answer I picked. If I'm not sure if an answer is correct, like for number two, I wasn't sure if it was, um, if it was the second answer or the fourth answer. I picked the second answer, but I still wasn't quite sure. So I'm gonna put a question mark in box four. I'm gonna put a question mark in box two, but I'm also gonna put an O here to show that this is the one I picked, but I'm still not sure if it's two or four. Um, and so when I get to the end of the section, I can review my answers and it'll let you go into specific questions. I can go back into question two and see if I want to review that question. Okay, and, and flip to see, do I, do I wanna stick with two or maybe four makes a little bit more sense. And, I, and sometimes what I find is that when you're doing the exam, there might be other questions later on in the exam that cover the same topic. Um, or you might say, you know, I'm going to just do a little bit more searching online to see if I can find um, the proper answer for this just to get more confidence. Um, but I found that sometimes going through, I'll have a similar question later on um, that will kind of confirm that the answer to number two was correct or incorrect. So um it helps to be able to go back now just remember if you change an answer on any of your questions um make sure that you note that on your word document by re-snipping that question so if you watch the first video i show you how i snip all my questions <coughs> and then um and then i will post that into a word document and actually, I don't know that I actually did that, so I'll, I'll do that in this video. Um, actually, I'll do it in the next video. I'll, I'll do that separately. So if you already know how to do that, you're good to go. Um, so, but make sure that you replace the snip if you change your answer, okay? So in the next video, I'm gonna show you how I actually do the snipping and the pasting um, into the Word document so that I have that for review. If you have any questions, leave them below. I hope that this helps you with your reviewing and um, I'll see you in the next video.